I want you to be mindful of watching this. What I get a lot of flack on is, oh, this only works in America. This doesn't work in Canada. It doesn't work in Australia. Everything we're going to talk about works everywhere. It's all about here and it's about execution. Hey there, my name is Chris Weiser. Welcome to the Building a Profitable MSP podcast. Have a really cool show for you guys today because I am here live in Fort Lauderdale at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino at our seven-figure MSP live event. So pretty cool. We got uh, hundreds of MSPs here, ton of vendors. Also, some of my clients here, we got Mitch Redekop here from River City MSP with us. River City, awesome. Where are you guys from, Mitch? Uh, we're from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. So Canadian, eh? Yes. I love it. So I'm from uh, I'm from Wisconsin. You know that. Uh, we give Canadians a lot of hard time. Yeah, That's fair great. enough. At least it's cold in Wisconsin. It's cold in Canada, too. Yeah, so. got that in common. Okay, so uh, tell us a little bit about your MSP. How long you've been in business? How big are you? Maybe how much MRR you have for you guys that are watching brand new. That's monthly recurring revenue. Yeah. Uh, give us that, Rich. Yeah, so we've been in business for about eight years. Uh, we started as an access development company, and then we transitioned into the IT space. Uh, and about when COVID hit, we Did actually... Did you say access development Access company? development. Wow. That was, that was old, our main thing that's first. That's like old school, right? It's very, yeah. I love yeah. It. So our old owner, he used to be an uh, access MVP for Microsoft, and that's okay. how we all started. But cool. uh, we merged with a different company, and then when COVID hit, we actually broke off. So whenever that was, we kind of restarted the whole IT thing Great. Um, and, and kind of worked through that year, which was hard. It was a tough year to restart well, a business. I mean, for sure, COVID yeah. was a tough time, right? Clients yeah. were not wanting to move with us because they were like, I don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. So we, we spent the first year back to like our break fix kind of style. And then that kind of the turn of the next year is when I started understanding what an MSP was. And I wanted to read more about it, learn more about it. And then we really took it to the next. So much next more thing. of a consulting shop initially, yeah. and then you oh, migrated into B2B. IT services effectively. Yeah, right? exactly. Okay. For sure. Okay. Um, so that was a big part of it. And, and that's kind of when we, so really, I, I like to say we've been around for three years, I guess, is okay. since How we much, started up. Uh, so back then you were effectively zero, yeah. all project oh, revenue, sure. yeah. pretty much. 100%. Uh, where do you, so we're, we're now, uh, what? it's October, end of October, 2023. Yeah. Uh, where do you sit recurring revenue wise? Uh, so yeah, as of this year, we're at 63,000 MRR now. 63K MRR, that's Canadian, yeah. obviously. Yes, Canadian, yeah. Uh, which is pretty cool. Now, one of the things that I want, uh, I want you to be mindful of watching this. Everything that Mitch and I are gonna talk about what I get a lot of flack on is, oh, this only works in America. This doesn't work in Canada. It doesn't work in Australia. This work, everything we're going to talk about works everywhere. It's all about here and it's about execution, yeah. right? So what kind of things would you say, uh, first of all, how big, uh, how big is your market? Uh, your Saskatoon, you said? Saskatoon, yeah. How big is that uh, city, region? I think, I think we're just pushing 300,000 people. So not this big, giant no, not not, it's not huge. Vancouver or Toronto or yeah. these you know big yeah. megaplexes. Not at all. So you got three hundred thousand. Yeah, basically range. You got sixty k plus MRR yeah. in Canadian money again. Um, what? What? How did you do this? Like, to, to, let's talk about this. Obviously, we're going to talk about mm -hmm. seven figure MSP a little bit. Yeah. But you know, what things in your head made this possible? How did you go from zero person shop? to 60k and yeah. i know that's a bigger it's a it's, that's a big question but it is a couple yeah. tips maybe for our viewers for sure i mean uh so other than first understanding what msp was and i think that's the first step was was understanding that the whole concept you know i went through the the tech drive and all those kind of things mm -hmm. like just getting the general idea like what is this and then mm -hmm. wanting to really elevate that more get off that good better best model I knew that there must be something better, and that's when you know found your guys' program. Um, that was just about two years ago. So when I when I first joined, we did have a few of those. I was at 10k MRR, mm -hmm. um, so now we're at 63. But a lot of that was 
just taking those mindsets of, of security first, cybersecurity, the risk assessments, uh, understanding that client risk is, is so important. And yeah. it's not just about, you know, take my plan, whichever one you like. It's I should be the, the expert and the consultant. And, yeah, and, and something doing that. that I think I noticed in you, you know, we've known each other a couple of years now. Mm -hmm. uh, you were very much, uh, I need to establish River City as the expert. Yes. And, I, and I saw you guys do that because I think, and you just kind of highlighted that we had the good, better, best model in MSP or, you know, your silver, gold, platinum, whatever. Yeah. You know, but bottom line is whatever plan that the client thinks they should have, when you just said flip opposite, I'm the expert, we're yeah. the experts, here's what you should have. Let's talk about that a little bit more. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, 100%. That, that's probably the, and it's still, you know, that's why we come back to these events too, is to try to get that mindset reaffirmed. It's mm -hmm. the head trash. It's making sure that when I go into these meetings now and I'm, I'm talking to the client that they they understand that I'm, I'm telling them what they need, just like a doctor would give them yep. the diagnosis. It's I, I got to tell them this is what you need. And whether you take it from me or somebody else, like this is this is what you guys need to be able to manage your risks, and then give them the option, right? This is this is it. Um, so leading with cybersecurity, I think, is a, re is a really big key. Yeah. Um, now we're going to have, and I get a lot, I get a lot of like kickback yeah. from people. We're going to have people in Canada say, "Oh, you can't lead with cybersecurity in Canada, or we can't lead with cybersecurity in a small market." What's your take on that? It's it's been unreal. I mean, we have had hit or misses with uh, you know some, some clients aren't into it, but even you know a two person financial firm in Prince Albert, Saskatchewan, that's uh, you know like twenty thousand people, thirty thousand people, mm -hmm. very small. Two person financial firm, and they wanted the full package, like five hundred dollars a seat is what we sold them at. So and they get they get it. They got right? it. She was so excited. She's like, I've been waiting for someone to come by and like give us this kind of stuff because she's a financial firm. She has tons of clients. She's like, I really need someone to secure my stuff. And that's mm -hmm. that's number one to her and so when you get you, there's people like it's it's a mixed bag right there's either people that get it or don't get it it's your job to try to educate them as best you can but yeah. they still might not go for it but a really i think a really important thing that i just yeah. heard is your job to educate them not bend yeah not fold to what they want because you're desperate exactly. to get a deal 100 it's here's my offering here's what it is mm -hmm. I'm educating you as to the why if i'm yeah. off base on this feel free to, to chime in but i'm educating you as to the why and Here's my you either take it or you don't. Yeah. And and that's that's a big part of it. And that's where we started, right? Is you when you don't have the MRR to begin with, you get a little bit greedy. You get a little bit like, oh, I'll do whatever you want because I want this. But now we go in there with confidence and it's like this is it. This take it or leave it. Like yeah. you guys need this. Yeah. And we're we're confident in what we do, and I think that will translate in the meeting and they'll see that. So I think, you know, respond. what I just heard a little bit there was we actually have a sales process now. Mm -hmm. We follow the sales process and if anything deviates we bring them back and if they don't like it too bad yeah okay i really yeah, like that. I love that yeah so uh i want to pivot a little bit here we got we went from zero for project shop zero mrr yeah uh to now sixty six thousand. you said 63 yeah. 63 000, uh mrr what have you changed how have you changed as an owner? Because were you, like yeah. you, you mentioned kind of earlier that you weren't so, you kind of didn't know what MSP was. What was your role initially? We've never talked about this, so I'm very curious. Yeah, this. I mean, so for the eight years uh, and how I started was was doing IT school and the guy that started the company was my teacher. He quit three okay. months in okay. uh, to start the business. So when I joined, you know, I had a year of schooling, then all of a sudden it was like learn access. And I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, okay. okay, and then it was so learn So you were websites. basically a, a dev engineer kind of. Yeah, I kind of went through like all that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, and then we did a little bit of IT. So. My technical skills weren't always great, but I was the technical person okay. uh, when we were running the okay. company, and it was just me. Like he was kind of doing. So the now sales, you've so. migrated from. So you migrated from. Yeah. Tech guy. Hundred percent. Effectively. Yeah. To are you the the main 
decision maker yeah. owner yeah yep. okay. owner yeah and that kind of thing so i've passed that role on to how much uh, tech do you do now nothing do zero this is for you guys that are like oh i have to be the tech i have to be the engineer or we'll never grow yeah how, how do you deal with that like how do you work with i mean i know we have to hire yeah. people i know it's hard to hire people but what's your approach? I really want to hear your take on that. Yeah, and maybe it's a, a mixed opinion on that one. But for me, I think the best thing I ever did was hiring my business partner, Eric, and he takes over the CTO role. Mm -hmm. He also helped me buy the old owner, get a little bit of the stake in it. You know, yeah. I'm still a majority owner. I make all the decisions, you know, that kind of thing. But having him control all that kind of stuff, he takes over the tech side. He handles the techs. I do the sales and marketing and just having that kind of thing. You know, it allows me to come yeah. here and not even open my laptop for the week and I know everything's fine. Well, you can focus on your business and running 100%. the business. Yeah. Because I, you know, we see a lot of stuff and I know you, you know, you've been around seven figure long enough that you've seen enough uh, naysayers that are like, oh, I have to be the tech. I have to be in the trenches. I have yeah. to control all this. But I am very much of the belief that you have to run your business you have to think yeah. about revenue. You have to think about cash flow. Do you feel that's been a proponent to you? Or, you know, yeah. I understand you kind of moved out of the tech and you do have somebody to handle it, but yeah. where's your head at with that? Yeah, no, exactly. I think uh, a lot of people maybe get lost in that too is when they're handling the tech. They don't understand there's so much more you could be doing. Like, I, you yeah. know, I'm still busy every single day and I still feel like I need help. And imagine having tech but on top of all that. But you're working on the business, not yeah exactly in the trenches really right. right we're making plans we're trying to get the pipeline moving we're always making the sales calls and following up you got to go visit your clients you got to do like all these things Man, which is, you just like what you just said there is such a big factor and for you guys again that are watching this i want you to be very mindful of the fact that mitch is talking about pipeline and cash flow and revenue things that business owners and again i'm not saying that you're not a business owner yeah but you're focusing on things that are revenue generating activities versus constantly chasing and putting out fires yeah so that's been a pretty big difference maker for you 100 percent. yeah it's yeah huge. and it's and do you feel do you know what actually do you know what your per seat kind of average is now do you know what those numbers are uh at? yeah per seat average i'm sure like most of our sales are in the 220 to 250 range okay so you're doing 220 to 250 yeah. give or take per per endpoint yeah uh yeah at per every, user, at every client yeah. yeah so do you feel that that kind of profitability numbers because you're definitely seeing some margins we in seven figure msp we actively talk about uh goaling towards an 80 percent gross profit margin yeah so do you feel that's enabled you to hire staff and and build your tech stack better or or yeah. what's what's your partner's approach on that whole thing too uh yeah no for sure it, it really does give us that that kind of cushion our cash flow is amazing now you know it, it's having having those profit even the profit first thing i think you just talked about with uh mike mccallowitz like that's mm -hmm. one of the big things that we follow as well the profit first methodology yeah. so uh it's definitely opens that up it gives you a better sense of where your business is at what kind of things you can invest in like more techs and better training and and different tools for the stack just so instead of like running this like you're just constantly yeah. desperate for cash and constantly desperate for closes yeah you can actually run it like a real business 100 and like everything i've learned in the program even just from from starting with the msa and the statement of work and having things like pre-authorized payments on the first like i know what's coming out on the yeah. first what kind of cash i'm going to have for the rest of the month and yeah it's amazing, that is right? just such a Ch difference between everything. chasing it's, money right it's uh, i remember when i put in uh i transitioned kind of from i don't say i was a break fix msp but i was pretty similar to that yeah. doing managed services out of the box and this goes back to 2004 2005. Right. Um, but I remember when I transitioned the mindset of everyone sending me a check towards everyone being on auto pay ACH kind of, I just like that cash flow. Yeah. Uh, I mean, 
if you've ever had your bank account like bordering on, oh, I don't know if I can pay these numbers, you know, like, and I, most of you probably know, like, I think every business owner has known that, but yeah. man, what a difference in feeling. It, it, it's 100%, so, yeah, way better. So from your standpoint, I want to kind of get towards wrapping up uh, the episode here. Uh, from your standpoint, what kind of things should the average MSP be doing? Uh, a couple of things we covered, anything we didn't cover that you think they should be doing to try and get themselves to that point? Um, yeah, I mean, number one, try to let go of the tech. I think that's a huge part of it, especially yeah. if you're a business owner. And, you know, maybe I can't say that for everybody. Maybe they have more passion for the tech than I do, but. Um, I, I still it, think in that case, yeah. somebody's got to be running the business, though. Someone does. Right? Yeah, I don't and know that you can juggle got, both. It's yeah, hard. they got to make that decision for themselves, I suppose, what they want to do. But being able to let go of the tech, have someone else that you trust and, and take it over. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, you know, it's got to run without you and i think that's kind of the key is do those little tests of like going away for three or four days and see how it handles yeah and, yeah. and keep extending it better processes well, maybe, and, and be willing to let go of some of that control be like, I think, yeah right? oh, okay so thing 100%. one is try and get yourself out of the tech what else you got um yeah focus on i think the cash flow like i said cash flow is king right it's the biggest yeah. part for me making sure I say that this you get all those. the time cash flow cash flow is absolutely king right yeah don't chase uh don't chase leads either don't don't sell yourself short. Don't give in to what they want. Don't mm -hmm. bend over backwards. It's you're the boss, right? Like you are the expert. You tell them what they need. Act like it. Act like it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, Act like don't the expert. Them. Don't chase leads. Yeah. I like that. I like that. 100%. Okay. And uh, let's hit a uh, third one. What's what's your other thoughts here? Uh, what do we got here? It's cash flow, that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, pull out of the tech. Cash flow is king. Don't chase leads. Yeah. What else you got? Self belief. I mean, just coming from Saskatchewan itself, and, and everyone's saying, you know, you can't sell that kind of stuff in the prairies mm -hmm. or small towns or anything like that. You can. It's it's honestly all about doing stuff like the risk assessment and showing them this stuff, right? It, don't don't say it can't be done. It can be. Yeah, done, I love that. I love that too. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just want to tell you, me to you. I've never actually told you this. I really appreciate you being a seven-figure client. Uh, it's appreciate been awesome it. to watch your growth and to watch your evolution. We don't get to see each other. We see each other quarterly. Yeah. If yeah. you can make it. Kinda. If I can make it, yeah. Uh, it's really fun. So, awesome. uh, again, Mitch Redekop, River City. What's your exact company name? I, River City Tech. I massacred it. I called yeah. it River City that's MSP. All right. but that's <laughs> yeah. all right. It's all good. Me. So, okay. Uh, awesome. Great to have Mitch on with us today. Again, my name is Chris Weiser. Thanks for joining us on the Building a Profitable MSP podcast. We'll see you guys on the next episode.